In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony today. Let the river flow. Hallelujah. Louder. The Let the river flow. Let the river flow. Sweet Jesus, let the river flow. 
Father Tom and Anthony today, let the river flow. Let there be an anointing of the Holy Spirit today that what we talk about would be touched, touched, would touch people in a profound way. Hallelujah. Let the river flow. We want to live in the river, the river of God, which flows from the throne of God and the throne of the Lamb that river which brings life and brings fruit 12 times a year. I'm reading from James's epistle, chapter 4. Those conflicts and disputes among you, where do they come from? Do they come from your cravings that are at war within you? You want something and do not have it, so you commit murder and you covet something and cannot obtain it, so you engage in disputes and conflicts. You do not have because you do not ask, and you ask and you do not receive because you ask wrongly in order to spend what you get on your pleasures. We want to ask the river to come upon us. Who cares about what we ask in the natural? I don't need a new car. I don't need anything new. I have everything that I need by the grace of God. We want the river to flow. We want heaven to reach us. We want to know the power of God. We want to believe that by your stripes we have been healed. We want to know and believe that God has a plan for us today. I heard from a woman, Mary Fran, today. We prayed for her a couple of weeks ago that her arm would be healed, and I just made a prayer, heal her arm, Jesus. That's all I said and her arm was healed, and she's moving it around, and she says it's a miracle because she was not able to move her right arm. I didn't pray long. I said, Lord, heal her arm. That's all I said. And God moved by his Spirit, by the river. Let the river flow. Let the river flow. <laughs> there, in the river, there's just an abundance of graces. There's... You're just going downstream and there's an ease upon your life. So flowing with the river is flowing in the Holy Spirit. You know, it, the Bible says we do not have we, because we do not ask. But when we ask, we ask according to our passion. So we want to ask for heavenly graces, heavenly gifts. Because the river contains heaven within it. The river contains the graces that flow from the throne of God onto the earth with heavenly gifts. So God, when we believe he, he supplies all our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So what do we ask for? We ask for the power of God, the love of God, the humility of God, that God floods us with his grace, his glory. We ask for eternal goods because those 
those graces last forever. We ask for souls, Lord. Jesus, I ask, I ask for your power upon my life, but not for me, so that it can be released and we can win souls for your kingdom, Lord. We ask for your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. We ask for worry, despair, anxiety, and depression to leave now. We take authority over those spirits and we command them to leave. You see, in the river of God, nothing of earth can stay. None of these None of these depressions and anxiety or even really sickness. The river of God, it's a rushing water and it begins to wash it all away. It begins to wash away our spiritual ailments. It begins to wash away our worries. You know, worry makes a worry makes a heart hard it makes a heart worry, but it makes the body sick. You know, fear it releases chemicals into our body and our body begins to become sick. But when we're flowing in the river of life, courage makes the body well. It's actually a scientific study. But we get courage by receiving the love of God, receiving the heavenly graces, living in the river. Because in the river, you get divine revelation of who God is, of who you are, that we are nothing and God is everything. So we can trust in God to supply everything for us. That we know that we are safe because we know who we belong to. We belong to Jesus Christ. And he goes before us and he fights our battles for us. Do you know that today? That whatever you're going through, take your hand off the situation and let Jesus just do it for you. Let Jesus fight your battles for you. Because sometimes when our hand is on something, it blocks the hand of Jesus. Get out of the way today. Just get out of the way and let God do what he wants to do. You say, but you know, I don't know how to get out of the way. Just get out of the way in the name of the Lord. And God will do wonderful things. I remember... Mother Angelica received a call while she was busy in the uh, convent, and it was about a, a young man uh, that had uh, been in a coma, and her prayer was, Lord, take him out of dodo land. And you want to know what? That happened. Now you might say that's not very spiritual, but that's all she could say at that point. Take him out of dodo land. And he woke up. You see... It's not in the words that we speak. It's in the power of the river. It's in the power of his presence. It's, that's what makes the difference. We had the presence of God so often at Holy Rosary, the wonderful presence of God at the Espousal Retreat House, and now the presence of God at St. John the Baptist. We need God's presence. We need his love. We need his anointing. I'm reading from fourth chapter. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Friendship with the world is enmity with God. I don't want to be friends of the world. The world gives me one thing, a place for me to preach the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what it gives me. I don't want anything to do with the world or the worldly powers. I want everything to do with Jesus and what he wants for me. You might say, what does he want? He wants you to be healthy. 
He wants you to be without fear. He wants you to be without anxiety. He wants you to be delivered by his love. That's what he wants. And you need to say, here I am, Lord. I come to do your will. Here I am, Lord. I come to do your will. Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you suppose that it is for nothing that the scripture says, God yearns jealously for the spirit that he has made to dwell in us, but he gives all the more grace. Therefore it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Listen to this. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Get close to God and resist the enemy and he will, he will go from you. This is God's word. So many times we're thinking, well, it's the devil that did this and the devil that done that. And most of the times it's not the devil. It's our flesh that we, that we can't contain. What do you do with the flesh? You crucify it to the cross of Jesus Christ. That's what you do with the flesh. So that's a promise of God that you, we resist the devil and he will flee from you. It's very simple. You see, God uses the devil for his purposes. The devil is like a roaring lion. Jesus is a roaring lion. So the devil, he's on a very short leech by God and he's just used to pull up what's already in us and to sanctify us. The devil is used by God to make us holy and sanctified. All he can tempt us with is things that are already within us. Or else, it would, when Jesus said, the devil came after me, but he had nothing in me. So when we, the, little by little, the enemy's pulling up our, the darkness within us, and he's tempting us with that, and he's coming against our minds with that, but we just give that to God. We just give it to God. You see, God uses everything for his purposes. And whatever you're going through in your life, whatever warfare it is, God is using the, the devil to bring you to a deeper place of surrender, a deeper place of intimacy, and a deeper place with the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, draw near to God and he will be near to you. God is so near to us. It's never that God is far away from us. It's that we become far away from God. We don't realize that we have an intimate God, that Jesus Christ lives within us. And Jesus Christ wants to expand through the power of his Holy Spirit, his territory over your life. He's a God of expansion. And it starts with we give Jesus just a little bit of ourselves, but he wants to expand it, expand it, expand it. And when the light of Christ comes in, it starts to knock out all the darkness and it starts to drive it all it starts to drive it all out. God opposes the proud and he gives grace to the humble. You know why God gives grace to the humble? God desires to give grace to everyone, but only the humble can receive it. God desires to give grace to you and me and Father Tom in every part of our life. But only in the places that we are humble can we receive God's grace. And how is it to be humble? It's to know that we are nothing and God is everything. When you understand 
that you are nothing and God is everything and everything that God gives you is just a gift and we deserve nothing from God, but God just gives us, then we can open wide to receive. Do you know how you have humility in an area? Because the fruit of humility is peace. The fruit of humility is peace. If there is areas in your life, if there's areas in my life, which I do not have peace in that area, it's because I need to be more humble. I'm lacking humility in that area. And so God allows the devil to attack me in that area to sanctify me, to allow me to know that, Lord, I don't have peace in this area. The devil's picking at my wounds. Lord, let me have more humility in this area because anywhere humility exists, there exists perfect peace. Humility. We've been hearing about uh, the, the rainbow. We want to have a rainbow for humility, that we be humble, that we be who we are, needy and poor. And God gives grace to those that are needy and poor. We hear from the scriptures, when I am most weak, I am most strong. Why? Because I find that when I'm weak, I am in absolute need of the Lord Jesus Christ. When I feel strong, I'm also absolutely in need of the Lord Jesus Christ. What about you? It's about our need for God, and we need to receive all that God has for us. We do not want the world. We cross out the world. We want God to give us what he wants to give us. And what does he want to give us? Himself. Yes, himself. God wants to give us himself, that he would rule in our lives, that he would do the things that only he can do. You know, the best things that happen to me is when I get out of the way. And I let God do the things that he wants to do. As I said, we only prayed a prayer for Mary Fran's arm. Lord, heal her arm. I didn't think it was going to be healed. I just said, let it heal her arm. This is amazing. This is God's Holy Spirit working through a simple little prayer. I just finished the prayer and we said goodbye. I didn't think she was going to be healed, but she was healed. This is what God wants to do. He wants to heal you. How? Spiritually first, that you would give your life to Jesus. The first thing I said when I experienced the anointing was, you can have my life. You can have my life. My life is yours. What do I say now? You can have my life. My life is yours. I just want you to have everything. Not one thing do I want for myself. I want to use everything, everything for your glory. Yeah, so right now I see a gate. And humility is the door that opens the gate. And when the gate is open, then God just pours his light and his glory and his love into us. And that is how we get in the river. By just receiving. The river wants to flow into you. God's gifts, he wants to flow into you. It's about humility disposes you to receive God. It's all a gift. It's all just about receiving. 
It's not about, it's about not being self-reliant, but completely reliant upon God. You see how God works is if you need to do something, he gives you the grace to do it. So if you need money, he'll give you the grace and you just pray and he gives you the grace and opens up a job for you. And he opens up resources for you. But you understand this is all God's doing. And you just flow in the grace of God. And you just flow and he does it for you. How do you know you're not in the river when we start worrying, anxious? You know, we were watching a program last night and the lady said the devil's dramatic. He's always like, oh, it's not going to work out. Oh, this is going to go bad. And they, he's a liar. You just reject those thoughts. The devil will flee from you. You know that God knows what you need. Jesus already knows what you need. And he's just looking for you to trust in him. And you just say, Lord, I just trust in you. I seek first the kingdom. You're going to provide for me. You know, the Lord's taking me back to the third verse when Father read, you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. So we don't want to just be like, God, I want a new car. Or we need a car. Or God, I want something of the world and just pray for God to do our will. We, it's good to pray, but we really want to pray, God, let your will be done. God, you already know what I need. I just want your intimacy. I want the river to flow. I want your love, your peace, your joy, your compassion, Lord. I want your will for my life. Let it flow, Lord. Let your will flow, Lord. Even if it's not what I want at this moment, even if it's not what I think is right, I know that you know what is best for me, Lord. So let thy will be done in my life, Lord. And when we make that prayer, but then we move out of the way and we trust in the Lord and we say, Lord, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Just whatever you want is what I want. And we let the river flow. Then our, it, it takes a minute because it's hard to get our flesh out of the way and what we want and we want to control. But once we just train ourselves to do that, then we can be flowing in the river for the rest of our life because that humility disposes us to let the Lord release all of heaven onto us. Trust in the Lord. Rely not on your own understanding. Commit yourself to the Lord, and he will act. Trust in the Lord. You see, if a person just gave their life to Jesus today, what does they need to do? They need to trust in the Lord. What about me over 54 years ago that I gave my life to Jesus? What do I need to do? I need to trust in the Lord. The same thing every day to trust in God and he will act. You need to trust in God. He's wonderful. He's not a mean God. He's a holy God. And he wants to be all yours. He wants you to know that you're his special child. I'm his special child. You know, he's got all these special children. You're special in the eyes of God. How close is God? Touch your breath. He is closer than the breath that you breathe. He is closer than the breath that you breathe. Trust in him and he will act. Commit your life to him and he will show you the way to go. And who is the way? Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. The way to go is Jesus. The Father exalts Jesus through the Holy Spirit.
And how do you know it's of it's of God? Because God is simple. You know, we said a lot of words, but God is He's simple. And He's very simple. We just want to be disposed like a child. A child doesn't question his father when he gives him a gift. He just receives a gift and loves his father, gives him a hug. Can we do that? Can we receive all the graces that God wants to give us today? Can we receive? Can you receive? It's very simple. And God wants to make you simple. He wants to make me simple. The closer we get to God, the more simple we become and the more simple our lives become. Because we just hear the word, we believe, we receive, and we walk it out. God wants to bring an ease on your life, and he wants to make us simple like God is simple. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Mary said, Fiat. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The world is so complicated, but Jesus came to install the upside-down kingdom. The kingdom of God is not complicated. It is simple, like a child. And the Word became flesh, and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.